following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Hailing from the Pro Wrestling Tees headquarters in Chicago, Illinois, they are your hosts of the PWT cast, Scrub and Bang! Bang, bang, what is up, you guys? Welcome to episode 33 of the PWT cast. My name is Scrum. And this is Stank. Stank, how are you doing today? Good. I think I'm coronavirus free, so that's better than a lot of people. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we should probably address that right up front. Yeah. Uh, as of right now, uh, Trump is declared of a state of emergency. Yeah. As of this recording, so Monday when this comes out, I don't know what that means yeah. for everyone. I think half of you won't be here to listen to this. So those I'm, that remain, congratulations, you made it. I mean, half of you guys might be. I mean, we all might we all might just be quarantined at home. That's true. That is true. Um, but let's hope that doesn't happen because uh, I'm not fully moved into my new apartment yet. So I would <laughs> you're like between to do homes that right too. I'm between the homes right now. But welcome everybody. Uh, as always, this podcast is brought to you by uh, the official sponsor of the PWT Cast Freelance Wrestling. Um, I'm not sure if their next show is going to happen or not again. Yeah, at this rate. At this rate, everything is getting canceled, you know, due to the coronavirus. Um, but, hey, if you are stuck at home, you know, if you're self-quarantining yourself, have nothing to do, uh, head over to IWTV.com and uh, use the promo code Freelance Wrestling to get a uh, free 20 days. And, you know, go back and watch all the other shows. All the archives. All the archives. I hear that, uh, you know, friend of the show, Jesse, he said something fun happened at Halloween Battle Royale about a year or two ago. Oh, that, yeah. I haven't heard about it, though. Yeah, you know, I was like, oh, maybe I should talk about that. Um, one day, we'll get to one it. One day. But uh, why don't you tell them about uh, some of the other wonderful sponsors? Well, we show. also have uh, m3toys.com, which is run by a uh, friend of the show, Stupid Michael, uh, oh, stupid as Michael. he's known as. Um, He's given us a 10% off if you use code PWTCAST. That's everything on the site. Uh, it's got fresh batches of Funko Pops all the time, uh, Marvel stuff, all sorts of toys. But yeah, just go on the site and uh, at checkout, use PWTCAST for 10% off and uh, fulfill all your toy fantasies. Yeah, and listen, if you're uh, if you're in the market for a fanny pack, because fanny packs are back in. We got you. We got you. Yeah, head over to CrypticCloset.com and uh, be the owner of a Fanny DeVito. Uh, what is a Fanny DeVito? Some of you may be asking. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's a Fanny pack that looks like Danny DeVito. And a friend of the show, Vinny, a former guest on the show, he did uh, Fanny of the Week for us last week. Um, he's giving all you wonderful listeners a whole ass 20% off. A whole ass 20%? A whole ass 20% off. Uh, just use the promo code PWTCAST at checkout and you'll be the owner of a Fanny DeVito. Yeah, that's thecryptocloset.com. And last but not least, uh, we'd love to thank uh, the, the wonderful people over at Hot Topic, uh, you know, specifically Joe and Taffy. Yeah, they got uh, our back. Constantly. They got our back, yeah, constantly. Love them. I told Taffy I uh, wanted her to be safe because I know she's, you know, she's super, if you see her, she's super into fitness, you know, mm-hmm. so she's always at the gym and I'm like, listen, just make sure, you know. Wear gloves. Yeah. She says she's not afraid and I'm like, yeah. of course, you know, she's tough as nails Taffy. Yeah. That Taffy is. Um but yeah, this week's been it's been weird, man. Like I know I was I was out. I was out the first first half of the week. Yeah, you've uh, hit a bad run of illnesses. Luckily not the illness, but Yeah, so if you listen to last week's episode, um I was like, Oh, I sound a little bit weird. I'm you know, I'm like I think I'm I got a, a little something and boy did I the I had strep. I had the strep throat. Luckily Dave and I weren't kissing, so Yeah. 
You know, I said can't. not not on this one. Not on this one was because Annie was there. Yeah, that's cool. It for a uh, week. But yeah, I you know I I left. We went to IKEA. We found ourselves a beautiful podcast table for mm-hmm. our, our studio, which is lovely. It's oh, perfect. Yeah, it's lovely. Um, and yeah, like I got home and I was like, oh, I'm not fucking feeling good at all. And Monday woke up, felt like shit. Yep. But I came into work, did what I had to do, and then went went to the doctors. Strep throat was what I had, and. <sighs> I, 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 so I told you, so they gave me some medication. They're like, oh, you know, take these antibiotics and then here's some cough syrup. Um, the cough syrup, it was very strong. One of the side effects was like, oh, you might like get a fever and hallucinate. I was like, I'll be fine. Got home around four and I was already not feeling well. This was Monday. I hadn't eaten. So I was getting like a migraine. So I had some soup and took my medicine and I text my roommates. I was like, hey, I'm going to try and sweat this out. So please don't turn the heat heat off. You know, I'm like, it's, it's a little nice out, but just cook me. Cook me. Yeah. I fucking don't wrap myself in blankets. Had a fucking real heavy sweater on. I woke up the next. I woke. That was like 4 p.m. Woke up the next day at like 10 a.m. Violently coughing. And it was not fun. Yeah. Uh, and I also had nowhere that anything that happened in the last like. 12, 16 hours, because again, had one of those fucked up like fever dreams. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was apparently I was on the phone with you and had no idea. You yeah, called me. I did call you. I want to check up. What with did you. I say? Well, I don't think we even discussed that. Uh, no, no, I was just checking up on you, and you sounded really rough. You were like, "Oh, uh, I got strep throat," and I was like, "Oh, yeah, cool, cool." The vocal cords, rest, take it easy, and I think you probably sucked out immediately after that. Yeah, I didn't remember. I was. Having conversations with you, Nick, Frank, Elisa, and all the important people. All the important people in my life. Yeah, and you know, didn't go to work Tuesday. Came in Wednesday, felt better at least enough, and right. You know, I am feeling better now. Yeah, ish. You know, ish. I'm still. You know, I'm still there. Uh, but yeah, it's it's been weird all week. Things have been getting canceled. They canceled the, all sports. Just, yep, all sports have been getting canceled. The XFL season done. Didn't even get to watch. What's some? That's crazy timing. Can you imagine if you wanted if you started a sports league right now? That'd be the worst. Yeah, uh, not as bad as not canceling WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, apparently, uh, neither Tampa or WWE want to be the one to make the move, so they're just straight up not canceling it, which is insane. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I, I would say dangerous. Yeah, I mean. It, Part of combating this whole coronavirus thing is being extra clean. One thing wrestling fans are not known for is being extra clean. Nope. And they're they're wanting to touch people, and they're trading stuff, and they're taking pictures with people. It's a petri dish. Yeah, so not well. well. Um, I do feel a little bad. Uh, I do feel bad for all the other smaller independent companies yeah. that you know, the WrestleCons, and who are running shows that weekend, and they're just kind of fucked. Yeah, the the Bullet Club beach party got canceled. Everything, everything's yeah. getting canceled, and I know a clo- we have a close personal friend of ours who's trying to put something together, and yeah. hopefully, you know, help. It'll be real exciting if it comes to fruition. Yeah, listen, if if that comes to fruition, um, we don't want to throw, we don't want to put them out there because we don't know right. if they're able to pull it off or not. But trust us, if by the time this comes out, we're able to talk about it, we'll definitely talk at length about it. Um, but. I mean, aside from Corona, how's your week been? It's been a little bit busy. We've got, uh, we just launched 
some Matt Hardy shirts. He's been a free agent, so that's kind of cool to see that on the website. Um, but no, it's just been steady work. Um, yeah, be, because I guess the one-hour tease side is a little bit slower because everyone's at home, no one's working, everyone's a little worried, so they're kind of they're not out there buying shirts like that. But wrestling fans don't give a shit. They're buying nope. shirts at the same rate, and so you know we're just as busy as ever. So um, fingers crossed that that stays. And, and listen, if you guys are worried, like we just mentioned, there's a lot of indie wrestling stuff getting canceled. Support indie wrestlers support indie wrestling buy their shirts show your love and you know and listen if you don't have the means then that's fine yeah you know you don't have to shaming you yeah we're not going to shame you into it but listen if you have a few extra bucks what's up yeah if you can throw some cheddar their way yeah help them out a lot of these people this is like their dream and they bet everything on the line and something like this you can't plan for so no but luckily you know through uh through the magic of Ryan Barkin, you yeah. know, you're able to to help support your favorite directly. independent wrestlers directly, and so, uh, which speaking of, um, we we had uh, we had some sales this week. Oh, I mentioned it to you. Yes, um, you did. If you know me, you know that I love talking about uh, friends of the show, Davey Portman and Braden Harrington of the Up Next podcast. Uh, this was Wednesday night. Uh, I get a text message from Braden. And it says, uh, just order some T-shirts from uh, Pro Wrestling Tees with, like, a winky face. And I was like, hell yeah. I'm like, did you order in bulk or, like, for you guys to sell? Or, right. what, you know, what's the situation? Uh, and he's not responding. And this was, like, again, I was just, like, kind of, like, waking up. So this would have been Thursday morning. And then I'm, like, looking through my phone. Just, you know, they check my emails. Maybe Ryan's on something. We made a sale. I'm like, hell yeah two shirts and for some reason my eyes were drawn to the uh address to which this was being shipped to uh which is bde up next pwt cast uh fan club ltd inc and i just laughed i was like fuck yeah uh so hey friends listen of the show. yeah friends of the show if you guys uh enjoy nxt uh go listen you know they reviewed every single week and if you got a few bucks uh contribute to their patreon you know you can join up for as low as uh two dollars and five cents or 205 live mm-hmm. tier uh they put out a lot of really good a lot of really fun content they review aw they review a bunch of movies um i know they've recently been doing like the bond movies they've done star wars movies in the past me and brayden we've done power rangers a lot of fun stuff going on over there so give, give those boys a listen if you know if you enjoy us i mean brayden's essentially canadian me so yeah. except he's cool he he partakes in the and the more money you send their way the more shirts they can buy of ours so exactly it works you know out great. yeah it works out great for them uh but yeah i mean again not not much has gone on in in lieu of everything that's been going on yeah, uh, you know it's everyone's it's in full panic mode right now no um, toilet paper amazon ran out of toilet paper that's how crazy it is yeah amazon ran out of toilet paper. everyone's going crazy right now uh but hopefully by the time hopefully by the time this comes out i'm moved into my new apartment because i mentioned before you know the you know, Ryan, uh, which is funny because we joked about it when we first got this space. I was like, oh, man, you should let me live here. And he was like, no. And I specifically remember you going, I'm going to you're going to live here. Yeah, uh, I can feel it. I can feel it. And yeah, my apartment is it's nice. It's, it's nice. Good. Literally, right before we started recording, the guy installed the, the locks on the door. Here are your keys and ready to move in. That's nice. I can't wait to see you in there. It'd be nice. It's like a, it's like a nice little sleeping. college dorm. 
it's pretty cool. Yeah, the only thing is gonna be it's gonna be weird. Like I was showing Vivian, uh, friend of the show. I was showing her like the apartment. She's like, "What are you gonna do if a girl wants to come over?" I'm like, "Hey, hey, when when come to his uh, creepy warehouse all the way at the end of the block." Yeah, and it's a it's a dead yeah. end. It's a dead yeah. end. You can't go any go. other way. Oh, it's going to this creepy warehouse. Oh, this this is just a wrestling school. Oh, that's Let's cool. go upstairs. Oh, here's this room full of toys. Ooh, yeah, now we're getting there. Let's climb up here, and then she'll be like, oh, cool. You know? Yeah. But still, it's like, it's very, it's going to be a very fun first date. Or not first date. I mean, fun if it's yeah. on the first date. Yeah. Uh, very fun uh, explaining my living situation, but, I mean, it's fine. Yeah. You know? If they don't love you for your living situation, they don't deserve you. Exactly. Um, but, yeah. That's it's all but done. So I'll probably be moving in this weekend. Nice. Um, yeah. Let's just. I'd rather you know. I mean, and I'm I'd make her in place until the end of the month. But I'm so bad with moving. You might as well get it done. Yeah, like I might as well just get a head start, especially yeah. since uh, you guys have heard I've got like 17 boxes of Funkos that I need to bring over and sort through, and and that's just gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah. Speaking of fun, let's go ahead and get into this week's episode. Uh, we were fortunate enough on the Jericho Cruise, we uh, were able to interview Julia Barkin, the first lady of pro wrestling. Yes. He's uh, Ryan's lovely wife, who, like, I've I've always had great interaction with her. She has yeah. been like really, you know, like I remember, I knew who she was based on a lot of the old advertisement mm-hmm. for the shop before Colt Cabana was uh, is like an animated picture of her. And when I first started working, and you know, I was like, oh, you know, we got to meet, and um, I have, you know, I have a good relationship with her, a fun relationship with her. I think it's easy for us to, like, especially because uh, I have my nephews, and then she has, you know, her kids. So it's a lot of time. It's like, oh, ha, yeah, my nephew does that, or your son does this, mm-hmm. you know. Plus, like, whenever, whenever the kids are here, like, you know, we all get along with them. We all mm-hmm. get, you know, play with them. Like, you know, they'll come over and. Like by tell us to get to work. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> the oldest uh, Damon. Yeah, he'll he'll come by and tell everyone to get to work. Um, but it was fun. It was like this is one that, and I don't know if he's listening to this part. Just fast forwarding to yeah. the interview, but you know, Ryan, he's been hounding us. Yeah, when's that going up? He's really nervous about what she said. Yeah, we were, we were like teasing him. We're like, oh, she was talking about this, and he's like, what? Yeah, what? No, she didn't. And we're like, yeah, man, it's fucked up. I'll find out. Yeah, you know, you'll find out. Uh, it was a really fun interview again. Uh, we were actually like a little bit nervous before we interviewed her because we were like, well, like, is this something that she wants to do? Right. Or is she kind of just like, sure, I'll do it. But like, she, you know, yeah, she, she asked him. Fun. Yeah. And that was the one thing where it's like, it's always, it's always fun when we interview someone and then afterwards they're like, that was a lot of fun. I love that. Yeah. yeah they like doing that. Um, so yeah, let's just, let's go ahead and, you know, it, it is a pretty fun tale. Uh, hearing the origin story of how they met and listen i probably would have i probably would have fallen for that guy too you know like once you hear how smooth and suave that guy was oh, man yeah uh but yeah without further ado let's go ahead and get into an interview with the first lady of pro wrestling tees julia barkin <laughs> So a few weeks ago, we had the face of pro wrestling tees on Colt Cabana. You see his face everywhere, all over the billboards, or the bags we ship things in, the, the boxes and everything. But a long, long time ago before that, the face of one-hour tees, uh, there was this animated drawing of a woman on them. I would see them all the time. I would drive everywhere, and I'm like, 
Oh, one hour tease. That's the t-shirt place Cole Commander talks about. Um, she's the first lady of pro wrestling tees. Uh, Julia Barkin. Julia, how are you? Good. How are you? Thanks Great. for having me. Great. We're on the. This is the last day of this Jericho cruise that you've been on with us. What's uh? Is this your first cruise? This is my first cruise. Is this your last cruise? It might be my last cruise and my own only cruise. Now, is that because of all the children? You you know you miss your kids at home. You don't want to leave them. Um, partially. And because, I don't know, I don't really like be, being s- stuck on a boat. <laughs> and I don't really like wrestling. <laughs> so it's perfect that you came on a wrestling cruise. I know. Now, like, to, to be fair, we, and we've been saying it to everyone. We're like, because you, Melissa, were like, the last one was a lot more fun. Like, it, and it was, but just this one, it's, it's been a little weird. I think the weather. Yeah, the weather's been a big part. And it's a smaller boat, so everyone's flying around. Yeah. It's been uh, not yeah, good it, weather lately. Not good weather. But it was, yeah, it was funny when Ryan was, when he said he was going to bring you along because, like, it's, uh, you, the, the wives never come on the trips. No. You know? And, like, it's fun having you around. Like, that's the good thing. Like, with us, I, I'm pretty sure I can speak for all of us, like, at the shop. It's like, it's not like when you come around, we're like, oh, there's Ryan's wife. <laughs> like, no, like, you're genuinely fun to have around, like, both you hey. and Melissa. That's why. It's always fun at like work events whenever you're there. Um, yeah, like it, it's fun. And like I, I find most of the time with like you and myself, it's always like I'll tell you the funny stories of like Damon or Lincoln whenever they come to the shop. Yeah. Just because like <laughs> it's like they're hilarious. Like I told you earlier, like up at like my work area, I have a, a drawing that Damon painted for me. Uh-huh. And it was funny that day because he was just going around drawing whenever he comes by to hang out. He's just yelling at everyone, get back to work. With just, a megaphone? Yeah, he just has like his dad. a megaphone just yelling at everyone, get back to work. Or he'll have like a, a yardstick and just starts hitting, hitting people. people. <laughs> yeah, hitting people with it. Like he'll come over and hit me. I'll be like, ah, go hit Uncle Frank. <laughs> or be like, go hit Jeremy. And I'll be like, which one's Jeremy? I'm like, that guy. And he'll just like run over to him. Um, but that was like that day he was just drawing, drawing things for everyone. And I was like, all right, hanging them up. And I was like, but you have to sign them all. And he was getting so upset that he had to like sign so many. He's like, I don't want to sign anymore. <laughs> and it's funny because he's such like a personality for someone like that small. Yeah. Yeah. And like just, all, it's always funny. Like we, I mentioned uh, on your Instagram, it's always fun seeing the stories you post of your kids. Oh yeah. Like me and Gail, uh, your mother-in-law, we're always talking about them. Like there was most famously, it's like this was so funny. Where it was uh, <laughs> your youngest? He had an apple. And then it was like the next picture was him crying. You're like, oh no, like his brother still has an apple. And the next one, you're like, mom got it back. Yeah. And then he's just all happy. I document so much of the kids on my Instagram stories. Ryan gets so mad because he doesn't like exposing them to the public. Really? But it, it's funny because, like, I think, like, when, I mean, when we were all kids, like, there wasn't just that much documentation. Yeah. Like, I know my mom has just like a binder, one that's all just like baby pictures of me. Yeah. And one just all my sister and then one's just like all my little brother. But like now with social media, you can just, you can document every single day. I know. It's so fun. Yeah. It's. Yeah. Like even just like little 10 second videos. Like you couldn't do that before. Just break out a camcorder and oh, that's cute. And well, like I don't know about like. It out, it's gone. Like, yeah. I don't know about you guys. Like the first time I was exposed to like a video, like a video camera. Like my uncle had this like old video camera. And he's like, oh, we're just like messing around and showed it back to us. We were like, what the? They were so big. My parents had one. It was 
probably like 20 pounds. And it was very expensive, so no one could touch it except my dad. But he always put it on his, it was one of the giant mm-hmm. ones that sat on your shoulder. And it was always him running around the house, chasing me and my older sister. And then my younger, the third sister, she was always just crying because <laughs> because me and my older sister were always just like making fun of her and shoving her down. And that's the same dynamic with my kids. <laughs> the third yeah. one's always crying. <laughs> well, it's funny because like, again, Ryan's mom, she always says the same thing. Like, oh, yeah, like I can tell that each of her three grandsons are like her, like Ryan and his brothers. Yeah. You know, and like, I'm like, oh, okay, like. I don't know to me that's just gotta be weird like with my mom like she's only really got my oldest nephew cause mm-hmm. like the little one he's still he's only like six months so doesn't really like have a personality yet but I think that was like one of the fun things like when kids they get like older because when it's more than just like oh they just sleep or cry like yeah don't yeah really... they get more of a personality and yeah you can start when, especially when they start getting a sense of humor oh yeah they get sarcastic and tell you jokes and like and they start yeah, saying my, bad words yeah <laughs> Well, yeah, like at lunch or at dinner, actually, you t- uh, you and Ryan were telling us the story of uh, the first time Damon swore. Oh, yeah. he um, So he had one of Ryan's old iPhones. Ryan got a new phone. So he was just charging the old one so Damon could play on it. But he didn't download YouTube onto it. Or it might have been an Android phone. I don't remember. Oh, no, it was an iPhone. And so he click- kept clicking the button, and he found Siri. And he was looking for YouTube. So Siri's like, how can I help you? And, of course, Damon responds. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, open YouTube (laughs) and she's like I'm sorry I don't understand you and he's probably two and a half at the time so he didn't speak very clearly so Siri had no idea what he was saying so he just kept repeating open YouTube he was getting so mad and then Ryan starts recording him from his office like secretly and Demon just keeps getting madder and madder and all of a sudden he just starts swearing and he's like what's wrong with this fucking phone (laughs) (laughs) which is like it's funny because like I like I know him so it's like just especially like little David too so to like see him saying that it's like all right and then what was Ryan's reaction to that Ryan was laughing so hard and obviously it came from Ryan because Ryan drops the f bombs mm-hmm. all the time it's in his regular language and so it's just so funny how they're so tiny and they pick up everything that you say and <laughs> so before Ryan was wrestling a thing because like it's i mean I think you and I were, were only like a few years apart mm-hmm. in age. So I know it was like a thing like when we were kids, but like I didn't get into it until I was older. And I was about like I 12. I think for me it was, well, I did watch it a little bit only because I think it was fifth grade because the boys that I hung out with, mm-hmm. they were into wrestling. But my parents were very against it because it was, they saw it as violence. And mm-hmm. it was back in the day when it was like WWE. I remember, like, all the boys had, like, the Stone Cold, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> 316 shirts. And so because the boys watched it, me and, like, all my girlfriends were like, oh, we're going to watch it because, like, the boys like it. So dumb. <laughs> no, I mean, like, but that's the thing, though. Like, even, like, you know, when, when we're kids, like, I remember there was, a, like, a very brief period where all my friends were into the Bulls. And I'm like, all right, guess I like basketball now. You just yes. show up in a Michael Jordan jersey. Look at me. Well, like, I had a Pippin jersey, and it was older then. And like I like I was older, so I like I would wear it, and it was just like it fit me Start more snug than off. it should have been. Yeah, <laughs> and everyone's like, "Why do you like? Why is your jersey so small?" And I'm like, "I don't know. Like I just I like I'm a little bit more so fitted." Well, the same thing with hockey. Like, and my mom never lets me live this down. Like, especially because like we're like 
don't know if it's a thing with just like immigrant parents but like it's always like they gotta remind you like oh we didn't have money growing up yes. and then remember when you made us buy and i'm like i'm sorry you know but it was probably around the same time that i started getting into wrestling where uh all my friends they were into street hockey they were all playing street hockey and i was like mom please please can you just buy me a hockey stick like i'm the only one left out or i gotta be goalie and they're like all right buy me a hockey stick and like the next week everyone was over it and so like it just it was just there forever like it was just placed it up like right next to like the mop in the broom <laughs> and like to this day my mom like if she was like oh what do you want for your birthday or christmas or something I'm like i don't know whatever should be like a hockey stick and i'm like what <laughs> I'm like, Cecilia, that was like 15 years ago, dude. Like, get over it. Um, so then when you met Ryan, was because that's the thing with him is he he pretends he's not a fan. He He's often like, no, 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 it's fine. And I don't know if it's because now he's just so involved with it that, you know, it's different. You see how, you know. Um, I think when I first met him, he was in. He was kind of into it. So he would always record what Monday Night Raw, mm-hmm. but then he would fast forward through the episode in like ten minutes. <laughs> so what was it like a three hour show? Yeah, yeah. times. Okay, yeah. and he would fast forward through the episode and try to see like you know like peak like important things that happened. Yeah, but so yeah, he really wasn't that into it. And then I think once Colt walked into his store, he learned all about like independent wrestling and how. It was just a whole nother world, so he kind of just got dragged into that for for the mm-hmm. better. Um, and so I think, yeah, now he's obviously very into it. I think he likes it. He follows it. He, you know, he gives me updates. And I'm like, that's great. <laughs> I think it was fun for which one was the one in Vegas? Is it uh, Double or Nothing? Double or Nothing. So for Double or Nothing, we were sitting front row. I think it was like yeah. it was Ryan. It was actually the us right mm-hmm. here. It was Ryan, you, me, and then stank mm-hmm. and one of my favorite things is like taking when someone's sitting like front row who doesn't really go to a lot of shows i imagine maybe you would have gone to some shows before that yeah, or was that your only, very first no that was my first it's my first AEW show mm-hmm. but i've probably only been to like two or three before that and were you ever front row no i don't think so so what was that experience like because i know it was <laughs> I feel like it was pretty crazy because all the fans, like I've seen the fans on TV and I've seen like you guys, how rowdy you guys get. So I just kind of like looked around and I'm like, okay, I'm like, I'm just going to do whatever they're doing. Well, there was that, that one really bloody match too. <laughs> yeah, that was the one. How grossed out were you? Oh my God, I was so grossed out. That blood flying everywhere. I don't even know if the... I remember at one point you literally grabbed, you grabbed me, you grabbed Ryan, you put us both in front of you and you're like, there's blood's gonna get on me i don't think there was supposed to be that much blood though no like they went a little too far yeah cody was covered his hair was like no longer blonde it was like pink yeah and dustin was literally like dripping it was really gory and gross well the the best part about that was that you were like i'm gonna get blood on me and ryan's like no you're not and then maybe like five minutes later he's like dude (laughs) oh my dude what the fuck was that we're like what? He he's like blood in his mouth. he's like I got blood in my mouth. <laughs> Holy shit! We're like you sure it wasn't sweat? He goes, dude, I just got blood in my mouth. What the fuck, man? And I'm like, see, she was right. Yep. Uh, so what? What's the what's the origin story with meeting Ryan? Because he's he's oh, never gosh. told us. He I, I mean he never told you guys. No, mm. like okay. I he's was he a told, little bad boy. Yeah. Um. Once upon a time, you know, Facebook <laughs> back in the day. Yeah. What was this? Two thousand eight. So in MySpace. Yeah, 2008. No, I th- no, I think MySpace was over. I think I still had it. Facebook would have been around like 2008. No, Facebook was around. 
Yeah, so Ryan, we were Facebook friends, and he poked me. Oh. Back in the day when poking Classic was a thing. Yeah. I don't think poking is still a thing, but I think he, he said he poked out. like 30 other girls too, and I'm the only one that <laughs> responded. <laughs> so, yeah, he poked me, and then we just started exchanging messages. He told me he loved me, random, <laughs> and that I had a ton of pictures tagged. You know, like back in the day when you could see how many pictures were tagged? I think at that time, like in college, I probably had like 3,000 pictures, which was a lot, because yeah. Me and my girlfriends, like, you know, you go out over the weekend and then, like, you spend, like, Sunday afternoon just, like, uploading all the pictures, tagging everything, Mm -hmm. trying to get as many tags as you could because that was the cool thing. Status, yeah. (laughs) Yes. So he told me I had a lot of pictures and then I told him he had a lot for a guy. And then that was kind of, that was kind of it. (laughs) Now, did you, did you get to know Kid Cash? And he was doing during his rapping phase. So he told me about it. Um, if for those unaware of who Kid Cash is, <laughs> we're not talking about uh, former ECW wrestler Kid Cash. Uh, Julia, why don't you why don't you let us know who Kid Cash? So is? Kid Cash is Ryan's rapper name. He was a rapper in I think it was high school. He was like big star. He he had a few albums, not just one many and he used to sell them on the like the high school campus to people they used to buy them i don't know if the website's still up i I don't know either i I think he disabled it but if you search kid cash ryan barkin on youtube something (laughs) might pop up which i he showed us i remember where this was like very early on like i first started working there and like everyone's like oh ryan was a rapper and i for the most part thought like ah it's just Vinny like fucking with me just kind of messing around and then Ryan shows me this pic. It was like a picture of him sitting in some like car, and like he looked like like he looked like every white kid that was into rap in like the early two thousands, like, like Fred Durst. Yeah, like I saw that and I was just like, oh. He had like the buzzed head, but where you still had the the fl- yeah, yeah the flip mm-hmm. in the front, but the flip was frosted. This was before oh, yes. I knew him, <laughs> but yeah, he like and he bleached the flip. But the rest of his head was brown. It was a very unique look. <laughs> and he wore the big jerseys, the, the big the shorts. Big shorts. The Nikes. But he was a pretty good rapper. I mean, he has a very good voice. And in some of the tracks, he actually played piano. Ryan plays piano. Yeah, well, that's that, another thing. Yeah, a lot of people don't talent. know about him. Yeah, my favorite thing is when we go, well, we used to at least go to, um, what was it, FTW? Mm-hmm. And there's like this like giant piano game. Oh yeah, yeah. And he just sits there and he's like a man crushes and just it. crushes it, gets yes. like the top scores. And like I, I remember at first I was like, oh, well, it's just that. But we used to have a piano at the shop when we actually had a break room. And yeah, there'd be times where I'm just like walking by and he's just in there just playing wrestlers theme songs. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, when did you learn how to play this? He's like. No, I got. I it. think there's a video on YouTube of him playing like the Undertaker's theme on a piano. There is. It's, it's like really the cool. top. I think it's a few of the the wrestlers like opening mm-hmm. music. Mm-hmm. I think it's like the top twenty or something. But it has over a million views on YouTube. So how soon before like dating Ryan does like wrestling become a thing? Because like I know I speak like from personal experience. I mean, m- more so now just because of like pro wrestling tees and right. constant uniform for pro wrestling tees. But like, well, when our tees was born in two thousand eight. So I think it was it was still at the original store. So it's probably a few. Maybe a like, I, I mean, how like before you guys started dating, was he just like, 
hey, like I'm like this really big wrestling fan. Do you want to watch? Oh, I mean, I think he like brought it up and he would watch it. And I, I feel like back then, because you know you're trying, you're dating, and you're like, oh, I'll be into mm-hmm. whatever you're into. You're just pretending you like <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. So, but until then, like I had watched wrestling in like fifth grade, and then obviously I grew up and not interested in that stuff anymore more girly stuff but then yeah once ryan kind of like mentioned it it was kind of like a throwback for me so i was like oh i'm like i know all these wrestlers yeah, i started I like name dropping so i feel like he was kind of impressed that's all my knowledge that's usually the case like i know i've had a few instances where it'll be the same thing where it's like i'm kind of into like this wrestling thing and like you kind of try to hide it at first because you don't want to just like oh hey every like you know every monday and every wednesday I'm probably gonna for these two hours. Like, I'm not cheating on you. It's just <laughs> when I'm not you, gonna respond. I'm just probably not gonna respond because I'm gonna be watching these like men and uh, <laughs> men in the run that were fight. And I'm like, but no, no, no. It's like it's it's a totally normal thing. And it's every Monday and Wednesday. Oh, for, like for how long? <laughs> Forever. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> now, when do you remember when Ryan first came to you and said, "Hey, I want to start a wrestling." shirt store were you surprised by that or i honestly i i thought it was really cool when colt came into his store um i i don't think i was surprised ryan comes up with so many ideas that he's just i don't know he's like the king of ideas once he like starts something he'll like you know make it into a big success and then start something else like first was one hour tease and then after that came I don't know, pro wrestling tees. And after there was like pro wrestling crate. And then even like within pro wrestling tees, you know, he did like t-shirts and then there's like, what else do you guys sell? There, like, swear like, wear, there was swear wear, clothes yeah, line. Yeah, it was like yeah. this. Uh, there was like another one. I, I I think like you ran it for like a while. Um, she Riot? She Riot maybe? I don't know if that was one that you yeah, did. Yeah, there was, yeah, there's all kinds of stuff. There's like a bachelorette one, but there's just, I don't know, he finds random like market niches there's a t-shirt truck once before too oh yeah like that's the it's always kind of like the funny thing with me because i think i think around the time he started was around the time like i discovered him and it was through colt because colt would always you know oh this show's brought to you by Mm -hmm. one hour d's yeah and like i very i i tell a story all the time how like i would i would find movie tickets uh and give them to colt cabana when i worked at the movies and there was one time where Ryan was like, hey, do you want to, you're, you're the ticket guy, right? That Colt was telling me about. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. He's like, okay, do you want to trade movie tickets for like t-shirts? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Like in the back of my head, because I would always see Ryan come up to like the wrestling shows. Like I remember I was like at the CM Punk movie screening and everyone's like, oh, those look, there's a, there's that one hour. Those are all the one hour T guys. Like cause <laughs> the, he would show up in the giant Hummer and you know it's like if there's one thing ryan is like the king of is like marketing his yeah. brand yeah you know like you if you don't know exactly what one hour tees or pro wrestling t- tees is like you've seen the logo you've seen the billboards everyone's walking around in the t-shirts so everyone knew who they were and i remember sure. I, I was just like yeah sure and like i gave him tickets like like him and frank i gave them tickets and i don't know i don't think i ever took him up on the t-shirts like it was just more so just like i just want to get on these guys good graces yeah and uh like it's funny because like years later i you know i'm like oh i feel like that works for me in the long run because especially the way ryan is it's very much just like okay sure i'll give you a chance to do this like and i think for the most part like it works like there's a lot of uh misfits 
that work for him like in the back uh you know i'm not pretty enough for the front but like i think be- <laughs> just all beautiful <laughs> just because he's like yeah sure i'll let you i'll let you be in charge of uh all my sublimation maybe it'll work out or sure maybe you can print all my shoes i don't know like frank you know frank who runs most of the company for him you know like ryan does a lot but frank does a lot of just like in the, back, the back office a lot yeah. of the back office work um he doesn't have like any sort of like certificate or like college education ryan just took a chance on his friend yeah. and you know based on our success it's like oh it's hard to say he he it made works. the wrong choice yeah um ryan has a good judge of character of most people and i mean he'll give people you know a few chances most of the time it's just one but <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's the one thing the one thing that i've learned from from frank is with working with ryan it's like when you fuck up hey i did this own it own it up yes, like yes the amount of times i've seen people like oh maybe if like don't hide it no go in he his, will find yeah, out yeah. it's like go in his office or or don't be like i don't know how that happened and like don't play dumb yeah, just yeah just own say, it I, I'm an and idiot. then move on yeah yeah like i know he's he's told us before he's like no he goes i'm always right i always need to have the last word and i can imagine how fun that must be being married to him (laughs) but he says yeah he says he says you you know and this is probably a part of the podcast where he's like his ears are are perking up (laughs) uh he says you guys never argue is that is that true that's true really really true that we never really argue about anything i don't know all couples i feel like there's so many couples that argue constantly and it just doesn't make sense like why are you with someone that you fight with all the time but over the years you know we've been together for since 2008 so what 11 years yeah 12 12 now. oh yeah oh, 12 yeah this, yeah, year. this year yeah this may will be 12 years oh my god that's so crazy <laughs> makes makes us so old um yeah we've just we've never really thought about much we've you know kind of worked out you know you like learn what people's like pet peeves are how people what are know. some of his pet peeves ryan's pet peeves i think he's got a, a bunch <laughs> His probably number one pet peeve with me is when he's working. <laughs> Quotes. Mm-hmm. He's no, he's probably working most of the time, but he's on his phone a lot because he's working. He, you know, he works through his email on his phone, his social media. He's like power posting mm-hmm. all the time. Um, so sometimes, you know, when he's at home, it irritates me, and so I'll ask him to do something, but he won't respond. And then I'll ask him again, and then I'll ask him again, and then after like the fifth time, <laughs> like yell back at me. He's like, "I fucking heard you, okay?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, if you just would have said one moment <laughs> after the first time, then I would have stopped bugging you." Which is a frequent thing. Like I, I don't know how it is for you, like at work, but sometimes they'll go up to him and be like, "Hey," and he just gives me a finger, and yeah, he'll I don't be even a- get a finger. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the same. <laughs> they'll either get a finger or I'll sit there and talk for five minutes and he'll be like what <laughs> huh what was or that you get the finger and he walks away forgetting that you were like on hold with him or sometimes he just forget like this was during the holiday sale uh there was a representative with like the boxes that we make and it was like they were like off color or something and he's like i don't have time to deal with this make sure it's this color of boxes that we get it show him and i'm like all right cool take care of it and he's like oh yeah me and the guy we go through the whole thing like I walk into his office, I'm like, "Hey, the guy said he just looks up. He goes, I don't give a fuck. Don't talk to me about the boxes." <laughs> and like looks away, and then no words. I'm just like, "All right, that's fine." Like I made sure I, I took care of it. And maybe like a week or two later, he goes, "Hey, 
did that box guy ever come by? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, did that guy come? Look, look at these boxes. They're the wrong color. And I'm like, yeah, dude, I left the color swatch on your table. He's like, huh? No, you didn't. Leaves and then maybe like five minutes later. Oh, yeah, here it is. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I found it. But he's, it's, it's very, you know, I get it. That's totally right thing to do. The thing is with him, he wants to, his business has grown so big when it just was him. Well, first it was just him, and then it was him and, like, one printer when they first started back with one RITs. And it's grown so big. Like, I don't know how many employees are. Over 30? I think it's close to 40 now. It's closer to, like, 40 now. Yeah, yeah. I can't even, like, keep count. Um, But he just wants to be able to see and, like, manage everything. So he spreads himself really, really thin, which isn't – it's not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. I mean – but he probably should learn how to delegate more. But I definitely admire his work ethic. He's the hardest worker. Yeah, like I definitely. I know. <laughs> like it's. I don't know if it's like the immigrant mentality from like my parents, where I'm always just used to like work, 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 work. But that's like the thing with Ryan, where if he needs me to like to work eighty hours in a week, it's like, well, sure, like because I know that, like during the christmas sale he was sitting there like opening boxes matching invoices like doing all these things and to me it's like i've never worked a job where like the owner of the company is sitting there like doing doing what everyone else does and like you got to admire that from like my standpoint because like i was working some shitty job at kohl's where like 20 hours a week i am rich let me tell you what like (laughs) Oh my God, I can get McDonald's twice this week to like, he takes care of me. And, you know, like he gave me the opportunity, like, hey, do you want to answer phones for my company to now where he trusts me with like, all these wrestlers need all this stuff. Can you make sure it gets to them by on time? And and I'm just like, yeah, 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 but whatever you need, just shoot me an email. I'll take care of it. And like, for him to give me that trust, it's like, okay, cool. You know that. And like, we're on this trip, which is like crazy. Like we talked about it with uh, with Joe, uh, he was like, "I work for Hot Topic, and we're all like a close knit family." He goes, "I cannot think of any situation in which fourteen of us would all just like <laughs> take a trip together and hang out and hang out yeah. and like we all get along." Because, like you mentioned, it's like Ryan is very like trusting of people, and I think like he can kind of tell like, "All right, this person will be a good fit for the shop because of just how we are." Like, it's it's kind of just like we're all like he's the older brother bullying the rest of us basically <laughs> but like out of love one big happy family so what so what are some more pet peeves of his because i know i i let's not so much more of a pet peeve um but i bring it up to him all the time like jokingly is he a flower man does he get you flowers no because i hate flowers <laughs> okay good that's what he always says like me. i know one pet peeve he just told me recently i think i made a comment of like some about like you guys holding hands and walking he's like oh, julia never holds my hands in public and it, it really bums him out like i've never seen him like genuinely bummed out he's like i never get to hold her hands she tells me to get away okay so we've never been like very like pda type of people like we're not the type of people to you know like make out like yeah. in the middle of like public or like you know, just like be caressing each other in public. I don't know. I just think, you know. Sometimes that's gross. You, you yeah. keep it for like closed doors. And that's how I've always been. Um, but I think, I don't know. Yeah. As you, yeah I'm, not, really I'm not a hand holder. I'm very, ever since having kids, I'm such a germaphobe. And I'm so like 
worried about germs and you know ryan shakes a lot of people's hands he's like in and out of the shop like touching things and well, he was touching his face the other day oh. you're like why are you touching your face with that hand <laughs> he was just my left hand what was it like because i know you experienced that kind of firsthand in vegas but even more so this round where people are just walking up to ryan recognizing ryan and wanting to take photos with him there are some people wearing hey ryan t-shirts yeah i think that's so crazy he's kind of like famous and famous mm-hmm. type um i think i think it's really cool i think he, i'm also really proud of him but he definitely likes to show off his fame and like you know just have me like come around and just like <laughs> i'm just like on the side and he's like just this famous guy you well, know? he always acts like yeah, he's like, oh, it's, he, no, it's no big deal. But inside, he's probably like, yeah, yeah. they fucking know me. I'm fucking cool famous. Yeah. Well, like when he when he told you like, hey, there's going to be a pressing T movie and it's going to mostly consist of me sitting in front of a camera talking. Were you like, what? Yeah, I was I was I thought it was cool that someone wanted to do a documentary on him. Um, I think seeing the behind the scenes and everything of what everyone does, how like the whole thing came to be, like he's told his story, you know, to just like some people, but I thought it was super cool to get it out there. I wish I could have been in the documentary. <laughs> were were you not? No, I wasn't in it. Rick was mad he wasn't in it either. <laughs> I think there, But then last minute, yeah, so when when they were editing it, oh my god, Ryan had been working on this for probably over a month mm-hmm. but I had like the whole thing memorized in my head because every single night he would come home after work and he would sit there and edit with Christian, Christian. Christian. yeah he would sit there and edit with Christian and he would take notes like you know every single cut every single cut so the first draft that came through Ryan he sat there for like two or three hours and then the next one came through and it was just every single night he would sit up for hours and then rewatch the entire thing again and again and again and I'm like I think that's good I think that it's good he's like no this is out of order so you know he probably drove Christian nuts but <laughs> the final outcome was it was yeah. really cool everyone in we got this little VIP group everyone was just oh this is the best thing ever and like to see all the gratitude what well, everyone at the shop I think cool. that's one of the cooler things too because like think of your favorite companies that like you know like I really love Adidas there's no like platform which i can just have a direct contact with you know the owner of adidas to be like hey man i really love your product and then for him to go hey do you want to come to this adidas convention and sit front row with me at this adidas show it's gonna be super cool and then for them to be like sure how much he's like don't worry buddy i'll take care of you like he's very much like he listens to like the people that are buying his stuff because these are the people like investing their time and money into him so like that that's also kind of like i guess it's it's different for me sometimes because i'm like there and it's just like oh yeah it's just this facebook group but to like someone on the outside like where else are you gonna get that to just be able like to talk directly like there's no way you would ever have been able to talk to like steve jobs about like this is what i think would make the iphone better well sometimes he's not so nice to the people like we get a lot of people that kind of overstep a little bit and he gets a little but isn't that one of his charms yeah (laughs) right If you have time, check out Yelp. Yeah. <laughs> Do you? I don't know if it's still up. The is frequently it not up? no, the frequently oh, asked on the questions I on the website. I think it websites? is on oneartees.com. It might be if you go to oneartees.com, and then there's like the facts tab. Click on it, and you read the questions and responses. They are. 
character in it's, his it's voice. It's a good read. Which it's is a like, good read. It's funny because I literally, I remember like a month or so before I started working there, like I was at the airport. Yeah, because I was going to Florida with some friends. And with I no, Paul wasn't there. He's afraid of flying. But we were like reading the frequently because <laughs> someone like on Twitter was like, what? Like, how is this in your frequently asked questions? And Ryan probably blocked them and then like, you know, but like I remember reading them and I'm like, this would probably be the coolest place to work <laughs> just like reading them where it's just like i uh, you know like uh, i talked to one of your employees and they were rude can i talk to the manager and it's like that person was the manager <laughs> yes. well we're big enough to have like an hr lady which is gail but yes. like we're small enough where like we can be hr nightmares and not get in trouble with it so <laughs> so we've it's so you you bring up gail what is it like meeting the parents because ryan's parents god bless them i love them but like I love my in-laws. Um, let's see. Well, backstory. So I used to host us at a restaurant in high school. And Rick, Ryan's dad, was the manager of the restaurant that I used to work at. So I grew up knowing Ryan's family. Um, I went to his little brother's bar mitzvah. When he did. did you ever attend Bark in Palooza? No, I didn't. And all my, me and my girlfriends wanted to, but we were scared because they carded, quote unquote, but they didn't actually. <laughs> so we were so scared that we would get turned away, but that probably wouldn't have happened <laughs> looking back on it. Yeah. But it was probably for the better. What was Barkinpalooza as well for? Barkinpalooza was a party that was thrown in the backyard of Ryan's parents. They had like penis ice luges. It was basically a big party. I think Ryan and his friends were of age at the time, but his brothers and, you know, younger brothers and sister, they were not. So it was just basically a bunch of kids getting, getting together, getting wasted, having a good time. So what's summer. what's Rick like as a manager? <laughs> <laughs> because, like, yeah, I mean, we only really know him how he is now. Yeah. I mean, Rick, like, I love the guy, but he's very much like Ryan. Like, he very, it's um, very stoic. Rick? You know, he's Rick's always been Rick. He's just, he's a funny guy. He likes to, you know, ask you a lot of questions about yourself. He's just... He's, al he's always telling us, of all my sons, Ryan's the weakest, and I can beat him up at any time. <laughs> so who do you think would win in a fight, him or Ryan? I don't know. I think Ryan would win. Probably Ryan, because Ryan, when, when Ryan and Rick go at it, there's a lot of rage there. Yeah. So. Well, what, uh, one of my favorite things, and I know Nick does it on purpose just, just to mess with Rick, is he'll it'll be like at a wrestling show or maybe one of the events that we're throwing at the shop or something. But at some point in the day or in the night, Nick will come up to Ryan and in front of Rick. He, Rick has to be there. And he'll go, big brother, I'm so proud of you. You made all of this happen. <laughs> Like, I'm so happy for you. And Ryan's just, thanks. And then Rick, it'll just, it's like, it's like calling Marty McFly a chicken. He's just like, what? He goes, this is all because of me. You know that, right? Like, Ryan came from me. So all this, really, everyone should be thanking me. I feel like that's Rick's, like, signature yeah. line to say. That it's all thanks to him. He got mad the other day because uh, I told him that the UPS driver, he was like, hey, uh, is Ryan, is is Ryan's dad? Like, is this all his? I was like, oh no no no. He goes, oh no. He goes, it's, it's all Ryan's. I'm like, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. He goes, I just thought maybe you know Ryan's. I was like, nah. He has an office here and <laughs> has nothing to do with. It. <laughs> I'm like, has nothing to do with it. I'm like, he works there, technically. I'm like, but nothing like one hour teas. Right. And he's just like, oh okay. And then I tell Rick that story. He goes, 
what? Why didn't you tell him that all of this? I was like, I wasn't going to tell him all of this was because you're Ryan's dad. And so everyone should be thanking you. And he goes, it's all because of Rex sperm, guys. Yeah. Yep. Well, it's all. <laughs> like the funny thing, you were talking about the cut of the documentary in there. Rick is walking in the background and there was like a really <laughs> shitty, like hand drawn arrow. And it said, Ryan's dad. That's what you say. Yeah. I and I was I like, please it. keep that in there. And then he took it out. So, oh my God. But I, I kept telling Rick, I was like, I, I think I saw a cut of you in the movie. He's like, oh yeah, I should be in it. He never invites me to anything. At least I'm in the documentary and then they cut it out. <laughs> so when professional wrestling starts to become more and more of a thing, like in your household, did you ever anticipate it was going to get as big as it does? I didn't, but I'm not surprised at all because Ryan can just grow something out of nothing. Um, yeah, it's been crazy how many, you know, he started pro wrestling tees. It was like only a few wrestlers signed up and he's like, oh, like, you know, this could be a thing. And I'm like, yeah, totally can. Um, and then one after another, you know, just with the wrestlers it's by like word of mouth, they're like, hey, you know, where do you get, where do you get all your like t-shirt gear? Where do you get it? You know, cause they have to sell their own merch cause it was hard, you know, for them to supplement more income on top of wrestling. And Ryan was their way of being able to make more money. And some of these guys, I mean, their paychecks that they get every month from selling t-shirts cause I help them do like all the financials and excel stuff i see it and i'm like wow i'm like this is like this is a good chunk of change for like yeah. not really doing anything that's probably what you say when you see all the pwt cast checks that you're like six yeah. zeros <laughs> these guys are really raking in the dough so yeah, much money you're like ryan you're like these uh this pwt cast they're pretty near kids through college huh <laughs> so what's been what's been some of like your favorite things to come from all this experience because i imagine it's just changed your guys' life drastically just becoming more involved with wrestling and like you mentioned neither of you thought that it would blossom into like ryan's t-shirts are in hot topic and he's sponsoring a cruise and like he has his own suite at the sear center like yeah it's been like pretty surreal and it's how quickly it's grown um i don't know it's almost like a dream like ryan's dream was always to you know meet all these wrestlers or make t-shirts for certain of these wrestlers and I think one of the crazy things was Stone Cold, like he got connected with Stone Cold and like Stone Cold called him and Ryan was like sitting, it was like nine o'clock on a Sunday um, and Ryan was sitting in bed and he just started like sweating because he's, he's like, should I answer it? Should I not answer it? And he just got really nervous. But it, and then after that, you know, Stone Cold would call, you know, more and more and, you know, they'd chat t-shirts um, with whatever t-shirts they were making for his TV show, The Broken... Broken Skull Ranch. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, he would just get random calls from him, and then it was, like, more wrestlers, like, more legends, more, you know, famous. And it's always the legends, too, that are so, like, appreciative of him. Oh, yeah. It's... It'll, it'll almost always be, like, whenever he would send me to go get, like, autographs for him at, like, WrestleCon and things like that, it's, it's almost always this exact scenario. I go up to an older wrestler. I say, hi, my name is Alberto. I work for Ryan over at Pro Wrestling Tees. I would like to purchase an autograph. They hear Ryan Pro Wrestling Tees. Yeah. And they get up and they go, oh, my God, thank you so much. And they start, like, hugging me and thanking me and, like, refuse really to take cool. my money. And I'm like, no, I'm not Ryan. Like, <laughs> I'm here. I'm here as a representative. <laughs> like, I'm here to purchase, like, an autograph. But, like, they love Ryan. Yeah, friends, he's very loved by everyone. 
I always like that's always my one of my favorite things to say. Like if if we're like at a wrestling show or even here like on the cruise where you have like Ric Flair coming up to him to say hello or DDP or even when like Stone Cold is you know like talking with him, I'm like, if you told twelve year old like Kid Gash, you know, like, you're gonna be like Stone Cold Steve Austin is going to be calling your phone right frequently. Crazy. Your main business competitor is going to be Vince McMahon. Uh, and you're gonna have billboards all over town. He would probably be like, "What? The, it's no so chance. it's so stupid. No chance." It's crazy, yeah. But this was totally like something like a far dream out of reach that we thought, and then it all came true. I don't know how many people <laughs> we can say that happens to. Yeah, but. I mean, and a lot of it's been hustle because, like, from my end, you know, I have my Slack open all the time, and then like he'll get like a weird idea at eleven thirty. Oh my gosh! And I'll yes. get a yo, and I'm like, ah. My, and my wife will be like, "Can we finish this movie?" I'm like, no, I get because like in the shirt business, something happens, and then we got to put a shirt out like the next day or right. like the next week at least. And so he's always up. Like I've had conversations with him at like one thirty, and it's like he's always working. And I think that's like kind of one of the keys to his his success. He just doesn't say, "We've made it this far, and I can just chill." He gets mad when I, I'll call myself the Iron Man for wrestling tees, <laughs> which like I think at first was just because he was like, "I'm always working." And I was like, I don't think so, Ryan. I'm like the Iron Man of pro wrestling tees. <laughs> and again, it's like carding, it's like calling Marty McFly chicken where he's just like, I work 24-7. I'm always on my phone. I'm like, yeah, but it doesn't count because you're the boss. He'd be like, no. And like, yeah, he is, again, you know, like I see that hustle and I'm like, all right, well, got to try and work as hard as that fucking guy because, you know, like you always want to, you always want to be as best as you can. Right. And it's like, this guy does it all, so... If he needs me and Frank, you know, hey, can you do this job that sucks? But, you know, it's only going to take you this amount of hours. And we're just like, all right, I guess this is what we're doing. Um, but with him being as much of like a wrestling fan as he was, were you afraid he was going to try and name your kids after the wrestlers? Oh, my God, our firstborn. So our firstborn, his name is Damon. But when he was in my stomach, he he was like set on the name Blade. Blade Barkin. <laughs> he was so set. On the name blade. And what he would always refer, like, you know, <laughs> when he was in my belly, he'd be like, hey, Blade, like, Blade, blade Bar- And I'm so thankful that that's not the name that Bl- Damon got because I can't imagine sending my kid to school. They're like, Blade, Blade Bark. <laughs> and there's only a, like a certain amount of time to a kid where that would be cool. Like, at five years old, yeah, I'm Blade. But after that, it's like, you're dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely once. And if he's anything like his father, I'm sure that like he'd it'd probably come to fisticuffs a few times over the name Blade Barkin, oh and eventually gosh. you'd be like, okay, but that's such a weird name. I would I'm never. Blade. You could have give. You could have said, I will give you a hundred dollars cash right now if you can guess what name Ryan wanted for Damon. And I never once would have ever guessed Blade. It's like that an is, '80s movie villain name. Yeah, Blade Barkin. He had some unique names. We, yeah, he would throw around what were some other names he threw around oh i don't even know but were were, were any of them like aside from blade oh god i'm gonna start That's calling damon blade whenever i see him now what up, blade? oh my god please don't <laughs> um no he had some wrestler names that he wanted to use i forget which ones i shot them all down though <laughs> yeah because like i mean for like the ultimate wrestling fan like that's got to be a thing in his head where he's like blade oh my i'm still not over that <laughs> That's pretty incredible. 
Don't call him that. <laughs> Especially with like, with what you guys wind up naming them. And like, these are all like nice, like. They're actually, um, most of them are TV show or movie names. So Damon is actually named after, not the street Damon, but Damon from Vampire Diaries. Yeah, Vampire Diaries. <laughs> really? Anyone <laughs> has watched? We were very into that show. It's such a good show. He loves He loves those CW shows. Yes, he does. Like you wouldn't. Die Hard. What was CW before it was CW? It was. Um, oh, I don't remember. Uh, WGN? No, when what, like One Tree Hill was on. I forget oh, what it was. Um someone's screaming at it, screaming at so us right now the wb was it the wb N- no it was the wb and then i don't remember oh, yeah but stuff. he he loves himself some cw yes, shows he does yeah my wife loves vampire diaries can't get enough of it it's so good and speaking of that the guy that played damon is in vampire wars or something on uh netflix Yes, Ryan watches that one, too. Yeah. Ryan loves vampire shows. Ryan loves movies. Like, that's the one thing. So he sent me a, very early on when I first started working because he and I both have this, like, bond over, like, aside from wrestling, Back to the Future. Like, <laughs> you know, he loves it. I love it. He jokingly, we joked about going on this terrible Back to the Future cruise <laughs> that had, like, oh, this is the guy who played uh, Mayor Goldie and then the guy who calls... um uh, Marvin or Chuck Berry he's like this is your cousin Marvin those are the two top names like on that cruise and in my head I'm like how like I want to go just see how bad this cruise is you know because it's but very early on he sent me it was like your wedding video uh, where he incorporated like <laughs> back to the future he worked so many hours on that it's probably somewhere on YouTube too <laughs> yeah like I know it's because every now and then like if I'm looking for an email he sent me It'll just pull up every yeah. email Ryan Barkin has ever sent me, and that one always comes up. And like I remember him showing me that, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like this guy like not- pasted our heads onto the <laughs> Back to the Future, and like technology is so scenes. much better now. Oh yeah, like you could tell it was like it was almost like a paint job, like in Microsoft Paint. <laughs> yeah, but vi- with like a video editor. <laughs> but lovingly done. Yes. No, it was really good. Yeah, it was. It was, really it was, it was really a pretty good. fun video. But like again, he loves movies and like. He recently just built a theater in oh, yeah, his house. We did a small home edition that took four months. Um, and yeah, Ryan, I really wanted a workout room, and Ryan really wanted a um, movie theater. So we probably have the smallest movie theater in the world, but it fits six people, and it's Ryan's favorite place to be in the house now on weekends when he's home and we can't find him he's hidden in the movie theater with a bucket of popcorn (laughs) (laughs) what's funny too because before like whenever he i think it was like the first time he invited us over to to his house was like probably for some wrestling show and like you go downstairs and there was like the giant tv with like two other tvs right by it (laughs) and all his movies and i'm just like oh man like you weren't kidding huh he's just like yeah dude i love movies whatever especially like screeners start going out just be like hey, have you seen this one yeah it sucked have you seen that one yeah it sucked i feel bad too a lot of times he'll message me about a movie and be like like he goes yeah it chapter two sucks or he's like it sucked and i'm like yeah and i just start going in depth about the movie he's like oh i didn't finish it but it sucked i was like oh i was like i'm sorry yeah i love comparing our plex servers to each other yeah i got this on my plex yeah i saw it yesterday 
I feel like if Ryan wasn't doing what he was doing, he'd be a great movie critic. Yeah, movie and food. It's very no, much. I don't know if he would be a great movie critic. No, because, no. I mean, <laughs> like he, he always a... checks a rotten tomato score of everything, and then like... yeah, but he's always, like he's always like, eh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> that would be like the blurb on the poster. That's all right, I guess. Like, it wouldn't be in depth, but. <laughs> I feel like people would value that though. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like if he had one of those like YouTube review shows, he'd be like, "Hey, what's up, guys? Um, <laughs> yeah, it chapter two sucked. Yeah, hit subs- Ryan, hit Ryan subscribe. Gave this movie and, like, an okay. Yeah, go see all, it. It was all right. It was better than uh, this movie. All right, cool. He like the critic Bye. with short critics. <laughs> but is he like that with everything? Because like anyone that meets him will remark on like his. Po- he's got a constant poker face on. I think he, what, he has like a resting bitch face is what yeah, I told Yeah, he's us. very stoic. Because he looks very, he looks like grumpy and not, like he, he's like ready to like murder someone all yeah. the time. Um, but I think he comes off as intimidating and he has like the big beard with like the shaved head. So it makes him look upside down, but <laughs> it just makes him look like tougher than he is. Um, yeah, a lot of people think he's intimidating. Yeah. I obviously don't because he's scared of me, but... <laughs> Yeah, at work it'll happen a lot with like people are like, "Oh man, I got." I'm like, just just tell Ryan. But yeah, they don't want to. Can you tell him he accidentally ordered uh, the wrong size bags because? And I'll just be like, "Yeah, hey, you ordered the wrong ones." I'll be like, "Okay." I'll be like, oh, "Okay, thank you." But like, don't get me wrong. There's definitely times where I'm just like, "Hey," no, not the time. I'm like, "Yeah,", yeah. Where I'll, I'll like walk. I'll like, I walk up to him and he's just. You know, and I'm like, I will come back after lunch because Ryan, after he's eaten, once you are fed, you are yeah, once he's fed, he's a, yeah, he's a walking Snickers commercial. <laughs> What's well, funny? Cause like you mentioned, like he's, like people have been like he's very like robotic, but like even with us when we came up to up to him with the idea for this, like Dave and I for like a month, a month and a half, we worked on artwork. Going I got I got music made. We bought the equipment and everything. And we're like. He's really presented this. We're yeah. like we're like ready to present it to him. We're gonna pitch it to him. Well, and then it was for like weeks. We're like we'll go into this Friday. And we're like, uh, and we're like we'll just. <laughs> really? He's in a bad mood. We'll do it next week. And it was like for four straight weeks we were gonna go in, and we just for whatever reason we're like, now's not the time. And then we finally go in. Yeah, I think Frank was like, dude, just go in there and ask. And we're like, all right. We're so scared. We're like, I was like, hey Ryan, I'm like, can me and Dave talk to you? First thing. I'm not giving you guys money if that's what you want. No, we're like, no, it's fine. We're not. We're not here for money. It's like, all right, what is it? I'm like, all right. Well, me and Dave have been thinking about starting a podcast, the Pro Wrestling Tees podcast. Cool, do it. We're like, but we have these graphics to show you. And we're like, oh. We're like, okay. He goes, okay. And goes back to his work. We're like, do you want to hear the rest of our pitch? We have, we have music, we have artwork. You know, he goes. He's like, okay. Yeah, sure. Sure, I guess. And he listens to it. He goes, oh, yeah, wow, cool. He goes, why, why'd you ask me? I'm like, well, we can't just take the name of this thing that you've built <laughs> and, like, use it for our own, you know, thing without asking your permission. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Cool. Go ahead. And it's, it's like we said, you know, like, at first we very much thought, like, he doesn't listen. But then, like, once he starts, like, he would start referencing, like, specific things. Like, I think when the episode with Frank. The very, yeah, the first one. <laughs> the very first time was because the episode we had Frank on. I was like, well, Frank is Ryan's right hand. I was like, yeah. and I'm Frank's right hand. I was like, so whenever people ask me, like, what's your job title there? I'm like, 
I'm the right hand to the right hand. And then there was like one time where Ryan's like, where's Frank? I don't know where Frank is. <laughs> he's just like running around. We're like, no, no, no. He goes, hey, right hand to the right hand. Where's your right hand? And I'm like, uh, there, there was another part where he was trying to explain the age difference between him and Ryan. And Frank just had a like a seizure or something. He was, <laughs> remember, Ryan's like, it was like a 34 second clip of Frank babbling about, this guy's two years older, so that makes me one. And then he's four. And then he was just trying to do this weird math. And then Ryan's like, give me that clip so I can show everybody. And I guess he showed his brothers and everything. Oh, yeah, to, <laughs> to the group, to the group of his friends. But like that, and it's, it's funny. Like, you know, we mentioned Ryan's so good to all of us there, but like, you can see it like with his friends as well. Cause like, I remember I was there for Frank and Melissa's like wedding party Mm -hmm. and just seeing him with his friends. It's like, Oh, okay. Like him and his group of, you know, 10, 15 friends that they've all just been friends since like forever, which like, I know I have my close knit of friends and I don't know about you guys, but like, I don't think I can say I have like 15 friends. I have like three friends. (laughs) Yeah, and like, and like Ryan has so many best friends. It's crazy. If you ask any of those friends who their best friend is, everyone will say it's Ryan. Yeah, and it makes sense. Yeah. You get it. Ryan's like the most generous, like nice person. You know, if you get on his bad side, you're on his bad side, yeah. and you're fucked. But like, if you don't give him a reason to like be a shithead to you, he's not going to. Right. No, he is very generous. But I think also with like the work side, with him being so generous with you guys, is you guys work so hard. Like, I mean, you're on call, basically, via the Slack messenger. Yeah, constantly. I'm always like, because I go to bed at like 10, 30, 11, and sometimes I'll wake up to pee, and Ryan will be like on the computer at 1.30, you know, just messaging away. I'm like, who are you talking to? And I like pop my head in, and I see it's like the work messenger open. I'm like, oh, God. I'm like, I feel bad. I'm like, can you just let them sleep? I'm like, leave them alone. I'm like, wait until the morning. <laughs> I've told them before. I'm like, hey, I'm like, build build a little loft space here and i'll live here dude i'm like i will be the caretaker and like there's that like glimmer and i can see it all the time he's thinking you, about it where you propose an idea and he kind of just like in his head like the gears are going and he'll be like maybe and then just like go on with like living and then occasionally like whenever you propose like something crazy he'll just be like hey so i have an idea and it's always his idea yeah, always. The, the one that you gave always. him always yeah what's he's told he's told us before uh, if it's in his building, it's his idea. Oh God! <laughs> like the amount of times, like him and Frank, they'll go at it. Where Frank will say, "Oh, I have this idea for for this thing. We should do this." <laughs> That's stupid. Then a day or two later, hey, check we it out. We should do this. We should do this, and we're like, "Oh my God, Ryan! That's the best." <laughs> yes, you should totally do that. Except every now and then, Frank will go, "What? No, that's my." And then it's kind of just like a back and forth between, you know these two brothers essentially just arguing about who thought of whatever it was first yeah just giving each other shit about it yeah they see each other frank and ryan see each other so often i think that one month they they went every single day for a month i think it was over christmas break three weeks yeah three weeks seeing each other every day because we see frank so (laughs) frank and melissa are like an aunt and uncle to our kids Mm -hmm. They like will bring them to Disney with us. They they just love the kids. They're so good with the kids, and the kids love them. So on like Sundays, we always want to go out to dinner, but we never have anyone to go with because who wants to go out to dinner with three crazy boys? Um, so we always ask Frank and Melissa, and they're always down. 
always down to go to dinner. So we see them on Sundays for dinner. And then sometimes Ryan will go to a movie on Saturdays and Frank and Melissa will go because I hate going to the movies because I hate sitting in a movie chair. I'd rather lay in my bed and watch a movie. So I'll never go with Ryan. And now that he has my son, Damon will go, Lincoln will go, and then Ryan will just hit up, you know, Frank and Melissa, and then they'll just go. And so, yeah, during the winter, Ryan just schedules all kinds of stuff. They go to, like, plays together with the kids. Like, Frank's just kind of, like... His other son? His other son, or, like, yeah, yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Like, I remember... I forgot where he, he it was him and Damon or he, he took Frank and Damon somewhere and he posted a picture. He was like me with my sons. Yes. Like, I think it was like they went to that to a play. They, they went to a play like recently. Yeah, they went like, to go see it was the Newsies play, but it was the full on play. And Ryan didn't realize it was I think it was three hours. Oh. And but Damon Damon did pretty good. He sat through like most of it and then towards the last like half hour. But there was like an intermission like it was this kid is seen very fancy shit (laughs) but he's he's like i mentioned even when we went to like the bull thing the bull riding thing (laughs) and it's just like it's like what i was like what i love about damon he's at that age right now where like he like he's like a little adult yeah you know a lot of the things he says and it's very much like okay cool like you like your mom and you're definitely your mom and dad's kid you know (laughs) Like, he he's like looking at the bulls fighting, and he's like, "Why are those? Why are those two fighting?" I'm like, "Well, they're brothers. They're like you and Lincoln." He's like, "We don't fight like that." Um, and then he's you know we're going more. He goes, "Hey, why is that bull doing that?" And I'm just like used like I'm used to like with my nephew, you know. Oh, because uh, he's upset. He he had too much for breakfast this morning. I don't think that's it. He just like questions everything <laughs> you so want. Curious. Yeah. yeah, they're so curious, but like that's awesome. You know, like I love that. And it'll eventually come to the point where I don't get tired of it. Like, I'll keep going with back and forth with him all day. But, like, Ryan will turn around. And he's just like, dude, shut up. Stop bothering him with it. And I'm like, no, no, no. He's not bothering me. He goes, yeah, I know. But he's bothering me. Yeah, he loves to ask questions. Ryan, I remember before Damon could talk, Ryan was always like, oh, I wish this kid could talk. I wish this kid, like, can you just fucking talk? Like, he would just shout at him, and he's so tiny. And I'm like, you're going to be sorry once he starts talking because you're going to want him to shut up. Please Ryan's like, no. He's like, I'm never going to ask him to be quiet, and that's pretty much all he does now. <laughs> well, it was even kind of cute when we were having lunch earlier, and he's like, yeah, I just want, I want Damon to be older already so that we can do this and we can do that. And it was just like, yeah, but there's, gonna be, there's also going to be a certain point where Damon will be old enough to where Ryan will be like, Go watch your brothers, and Ryan won't have to worry about it, you know? Because, like, I know that was kind of like me because I was the older one. It was just like, hey, we're leaving. You got to watch your brother and sister. And I'm like, but I also want to. I also want to go with you hunting. guys. I want to go to the movies. <laughs> like, no, no, it's okay. We'll bring you. We'll bring you guys back food. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, I guess. Uh, so we'll, we'll we'll wrap it up right now with. Um, I mean, we asked everyone, like, the two general questions is, what was your first piece of wrestling merchandise? But with your husband being the wrestling merchandise person, I don't know if... I don't think... I don't... I mean, he always brings me, like, the pro wrestling tee stuff. Mm -hmm. Like the branded stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Well, most of the stuff that I wear, I just wear it to sleep. Mm -hmm. I don't wear it out of the house. (laughs) Or the tank tops I wore when I was pregnant. They make for very good maternity wear. (laughs) 
and I used to steal Ryan's shirts and stretch them out with my big belly, and he used to get pissed. I know people used to be mad when there was a Bullet Club dress, and you were the oh, one yeah. modeling it. And I was the only be, one that had it. And yeah, and then I think he eventually did start to sell it, and they were like, this doesn't fit me like it does the woman in the ad. <laughs> and it's like, well, she is different a body type. different body type. She's a smaller, petite woman. Um, don't know what to tell you. Is there a favorite? item that i that ryan's produce that you know that's your favorite whether it's just like a specific shirt or a specific design or some sort of knickknack because i mean at this point the man sells everything like i had my uncle come in and paint the other day and he was just like what doesn't your boss make i'm like he literally makes like every church can on the planet yeah. um i think my favorite was the original is the one hour tease logo with the macho man on mm-hmm. it mm. i think that was my favorite yeah i like to that was pretty cool i like wearing a lot of those like i remember when like maybe like a year or two ago karima was like hey i have all these old one hour tees like shirts that i don't wear and they're all brand new and do you want them and i was like yeah let me get them because it's like i've been a fan of one hour tees for a long time where yeah. like for the longest it's like oh it's like my dream job and then like when pro wrestling tees became more of a thing like i have i have the thing tattooed on me so it's like you know but yeah that's what it's like i always like tell people i'm like yeah i'm like haha like now ryan can't fire me and he'll just like look at me i'm like i know i'm like i know you can fire me it's just i'm like it's a joke for the tattoo's sake um we gotta ask i mean coming up here he said he did not want to come with to listen to the interview because he didn't want to stop you from saying anything embarrassing about him is there any embarrassing thing that you can share with us that I'm allowed to That share? you're allowed to, yeah. I'm sure there's a list that you can't say, but... There's a list I can't say. Anything embarrassing. Well, I think it's more, like, gross. But every single morning, Ryan, had, like, wakes up, and he... Well, I wake up before him, but he's still sleeping. And he lets out the biggest fart every single morning. It stinks <laughs> up the whole room. But he just, like, continues to sleep. I don't know if, like, he farts and wakes up and then goes back to sleep, but I hear it every single morning, and it's so gross. Like clockwork? Yes, like clockwork every single morning. Is there anything else that that you can share? Because I know know a few of I I mean, us three here know some things that if we said, well, PWT has probably gone hiatus for a little bit, but. (laughs) Probably that I can't share. What maybe on another episode? Yeah, we'll, we'll, keep those secrets we'll, <laughs> we'll wrap it up with this. What was your first date like with Ryan? Our We're, first date. So Ryan picked me up in, I think it was his Hummer. It might not have been his Hummer. No, I think it was his. He had two cars. So this was like you know, wow, yeah. this guy has two cars. I was nineteen when I first started dating him. I was a sophomore in college mm-hmm. on our first date. So we went to Kalo Pizza like restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, he picked me up in, I think it was his Chrysler, and Chrysler 300. It was silver. The inside was decked out in Gucci. <laughs> but this is like the fake Gucci yeah. that like you order from China and you get your seat reupholstered. So, but at the time, you know, I didn't know. It was I big mean, balling. I was like, oh my god, his interior is Gucci. Like guy's so fucking fancy i'm like i'm gonna marry him (laughs) it's funny because we make we make fun of michael's a stupid michael all the time because uh he's a little older than his wife and i think he's like mentioned before like he met her for like her like senior dance or something like he was djing the party but that was just like when he met her they didn't start dating to a few years afterwards and i was like 
Michael, I'm like, come on. I'm like, you probably went over there and you were like, hey, what's up? Like, I'm a DJ. I have my own car. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I have my own house. And they were, I was just like, what? But, like, he probably didn't mention what kind of car he had or <laughs> that he had a house. But his parents also, like, kind of technically live there. But <laughs> knowing Ryan how he is now, I can only imagine mid-20s Ryan showing up in that Chrysler. And, yeah, I'm like, okay. Like you saying that now, I'm like, of course. That makes sense. Yeah. I'm like, that, that seems like a very Ryan that thing. Make, that, yeah, that's the ultimate Ryan thing. He had like, yeah, the bass was like bumping in the car. He wore his like affliction shirt. I'd already, I don't even know. <laughs> yes. Back in the day with all that like tattoo print stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah. So I mean, I thought it was cool clearly because I married him. But It worked. But if he still wore that stuff now or acted like that now, I don't know if we'd still be together. <laughs> and when he, how did, how did he ask you to marry you? Uh, how he asked me to marry him. We were, we just moved into our condo together and I just graduated college and we had talked about, we bought a condo together and I was like, um, so we're just, we're not going to get married for a few years, right? Because I was 22 and my parents were very skeptical, you know, because we just bought a place, you know, we don't only been dating for a few years. Ryan had this business that wasn't really blooming yet you know so they were just they were just a little bit worried and so I was like yeah you know we're not gonna get married for a few years settle in you know we just bought this place my parents were just super scared (laughs) um but then it was three days in after I started working and we were unpacking stuff after moving into our condo and he just pulls out this ring out of his pocket. Well, first we were talking about the kind of ring that I wanted. So I described it, exactly what I wanted. And he pulled it out of his pocket. He's like, like this? And oh. I, I started screaming and I grabbed it. And I looked at him like, is this real? And then he asked me. It was very casual, which was Super nice. Kid. Hey, what's up, dude? You want to marry me? You want to get married or whatever? <laughs> yes. Cool. Cool. It was, yeah, it was pretty kid. It was pretty much like that. Hey, you want to be Mrs. Barkin or what? <laughs> Well, thank you, Julie. I know we yeah, we've kept you fun. for we kept you for a while now, but uh, thank you, thank Thanks you for, for having me. This yeah, is fun. thank you for coming on and uh, for giving us a little bit of insight to Ryan because even Ryan earlier we've mentioned before that you know he's episode one hundred. That's the one thing when when we first came to him with this, he said there was three things. One was don't ask him to be on. So of course we immediately started advertising him for episode one hundred. Because, you know, we figure, hey, if he sees us doing this for two years, he'll see that it's not just, like, a thing that, you yeah. know, there's other people. We're working at yeah, it. Yeah, there's other people that shelve their podcasts and don't really do it as much as they yeah. should. But, like, with me and Dave, even as busy as it gets, like, Every Ryan week. will be like, dude, stop doing your fucking podcast and, like, get back to work. And I'll be like, I, this is my lunch. I'll be back. Uh, two was don't ask him to ask other wrestlers to be on the show. Okay. Which was like, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. You know, yeah. like, we'll, we'll go we'll go ask them i ask them all the time yeah they've asked all the time uh and three was we had to read uh like the shitty emails that he gets all the time as like it's our own segment called fan of the week we have, oh like, nice like our own music for it um and so you know he's like only episode 100 and earlier he was like dude i was so bored I was just going to come and ask you guys, like, do you guys want to just record an episode and we can release it yeah. in the future? So, who knows? Maybe, maybe he'll be bored enough tonight and we'll wind up recording that episode with Ryan and we'll just have to like, have to s- wait, wait, for, like, it away. Yeah, yeah. for like a year and a half. Um, but I was very happy that we got to do this one because I know me and Stan 
we've we been talking like, about it for a while. We were like, we should talk cool to like, be. we should talk to Julia. She's the first lady of pro wrestling <laughs> yeah. tees. And we like pitched it to you jokingly on the bus, and you oh, we were going to the holiday party, and you're like, yeah. I remember when Ryan told me you guys were doing a podcast. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. I'm like, such a great idea. I'm like, do I get to be on it? He's like, if you want to be. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, that's the thing with us where it's like, people. we have people from the shop all the time. Like, I I desperately want to get Rick and Gail on here. Oh, oh my God, you should. Because the stories, like, there would be so much, I would probably have to edit a good amount yeah, uh, because of Rick. Yeah. Rick would be like, all because of me. Oh, it'd be great <laughs> to get him ranting. Yeah, it'd just be all because of me. I can beat up my son. But the amount of stories, yeah, that just... It would come from there. Like, even Fred. We ask Fred all the time. We're like, Fred. Fred would be good. He's scared, too. Yeah, he's scared, too. Why is he scared? He thinks, I think he thinks we're going to trick him or something. He's going to, like, trick We him. genuinely want to, like, interview him. Yeah. That'd but, be a good one. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, let's let's get back to, we probably all have to do some packing. You guys yeah. probably finished packing. Ryan was packed, like. Yeah, we're packed already. Yeah. I'm ready to get off this boat. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, well, thank you again, and we'll, we'll get you on soon. Hopefully yeah. when the kids are older so we can have them running around. And just screw it. Get to work. Yeah, that'll be fun. All right. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you to Julia for that interview. And I wonder, you know, he doesn't have that car anymore. No. And where do we go to get our seats upholstered with Gucci? Well, it's funny. So you mentioned the other day when you guys were at a dinner that he brought that up. Yeah. He uh, randomly, he was talking about his Chrysler. And he's like, oh, dude, you should have seen it. It had Gucci interior. And I was like, your wife told me that. He's like, what? Like, he was surprised that that came up. So um, pretty cool interview. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, like, I get it. Yeah. And I, I, I felt, too, like, a little bit in there where it was just like, oh, your husband's so awesome, and then I'll tell you why he's awesome. But it is, like, something, you know, where we genuinely, like, you know, we're like, yeah, like we love Ryan. Like he yeah. he does a lot for us here, and super cool boss, super cool boss. He, he this is need, the Ryan Barkin brown nosing hour. Ryan, the Ryan, we love him so much. Uh, I don't know so how we didn't cool. talk about it up at front. Ryan, uh, Ryan recently made a, a fun purchase. Oh yes, um, he bought the coronation robe from the coronation of the Macho King. That famous purple robe with the stars that says King on it. And uh, I think if you go on, I think it's on Instagram and on Pro Wrestling T's Facebook, he's twirling around in it with like the pomp and circumstance playing. And uh, I really want to wear that robe so bad. Yeah, it's hanging up in his office. And I'm like, yeah, it makes sense that he would buy that, you know? Like, he's the ultimate Macho Man fan. Yeah, and like there's not too many pieces of wrestling memorabilia left that like you could really pinpoint and say, wow, that was a crowning moment. Like, you could get trunks, but, like, you don't know when trunks were worn or Eddie Guerrero's boots. We know when those were. Mm-hmm. Um, but this robe is, like, whew, that's a stunner. Yeah, it's it's such a nice robe. Yeah, so cool. Yeah, but, you know, again, it's, you have to be a special kind of wife to yeah. just be okay with, like, your husband buying that. And listen, Julia's probably like, oh, why did you why did you spend your money on that? Yeah. And listen, if I know Julia, she's probably like, why did you spend your money on that? Yeah. Um, but, you know. Worth it. It's worth it because, Ryan, you know, Ryan, it's always fun going to like, like at C2E2, we were running around. He was like, I need to buy my son a Captain America shield. I was like, why? He goes, so he can defend himself from his other brother. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. That's pretty smart. Yeah, pretty smart. Uh, so he always makes like fun purchases like that. Yeah. But I... 
definitely think I definitely think after the Rod Blagojevich uh, cameo that he purchased that we talked about last week's show, this might be the second best purchase that he's made all sure. year. I still think that Rod Blagojevich uh, cameo is yeah. a better purchase than this. A lot cheaper, too. Yeah. From uh, a lot, from what I hear, a lot cheaper. Um, although, if you're wondering what to get me for my birthday, Dave, don't get me a Rod Blagojevich cameo. Sure? I'm sure. You know, I'm, right. I'm not a... Not a big a fan yeah. of Rod as uh, as much as Rick is. I gotta cancel so, that order though. Well, like even so, we talked about it with I, we talked about it with Julia. We're like, we gotta get Rick and Gail on. Oh we'll yeah, talk about that because PRU for life. <laughs> yeah, his his parents, you know, they're they're definitely a trip. Uh, but next week though, we actually have a really fun. Oh, no, let's let's get into fan of the week first before we yeah we have text we have next week because next week it will actually be a pretty big show. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, for for those of you unaware. Uh, fan of the week is one of our favorite segments of the week. Yeah, it's uh, where we read the beautifully worded emails that we get every week from the customers over here at uh, Pro Wrestling Tees. And uh, this week we we decided to bring back last week's guest, uh, the marvelous one, Matt Nix, to to read fan of the week. And uh, you know, hey, shout out Kevin Aldrich, uh, who composed the fan of the week for us. He composes a lot of music for a lot of the, you mm-hmm. know our sister podcasts i guess you would say you know he did the intro for the matt nicks show mm-hmm. um my violet tendencies he's in the intro for uh friends of the show wes allen and ashley allen uh why did we ever meet he does you know the intro music for their podcast he does stuff for marty and sarah this guy's just all over the place he we just still, re- we have the best jingle though yeah the yeah. best oh yeah um, and he just released an EP, so head over to his uh, Twitter page, and you know you can find all that stuff there. It was actually really good. I was listening to it. I was like, ooh, I'm like, fucking That's sweet, that shit. yeah, that sweet sultry voice of Kevin. Um, but yeah, without further ado, let's go ahead and get into this week's fan of the week. Dear Scrump and Stank, I'm riding today to be the fan of the week. Your services suck. My order is fucked. Place this morning, I'm free. Hope it keeps you awake. You ain't ever getting Omaha steaks. Sign your fan of the week. Have a nice day. Hello, everyone out there. This is Marvelous Matt Nix, uh, the host of My Violet Tendencies, and I'm reading this week's fan of the week. Uh, this one is from Jermaine from Parts Unknown. All right, let me get into. <sighs> Where is my Lucha shirt? Don't fuck me. I want it and use promo code, but you want to send shipping information and I know you. Please. Please. Have a nice day. Thank you to Matt Nix for that. And I hope Jermaine gets his Lucha shirt. Well written and well read. Very well written, very well read. Uh, but so I, I mentioned it, but next week we're going to have a very special guest on. We wanted her on since like the inception of the podcast. Yes. Um, she was going through some stuff, so I didn't want to bother her. But then eventually, you know, it was just like, hey. Do, we had to bother her. Like, hey, do you, do you want to do a podcast? And she's like, oh, my God, yeah. And uh, it took a little bit of a while. We both had to, you know, all three of us had to kind of figure out a schedule because yeah. I was like, I need to have Dave there. Dave has to be there for yeah. this. Um, but yeah, next week we have none other than freelance uh, world champion, Smiley Kelly Ray. Very excited about you guys hearing this one. It was a fun interview, and uh, 
she's just a great human all the way around. Yeah, like I I I love her. She's she's always been super nice, super cool. And this was uh, a little spoilers is when you know she used to be a member of the BWT cast. You know, for those of you that don't know, yeah. So you know we get into that. We get into a lot of like really fun stuff. It, it was for the most. It was funny for for a while of it. It was like. How much do we love Matt Nix? Let's yeah. just talk about how much Which we love like Matt Nix. Half our episodes. Most of our episodes are how much do we love Matt Nix and Shaki? Which is a lot. A lot. Yeah. yeah, a lot. Especially if he's reading Fan of the Weeks like that. Yeah, especially if he's reading Fan of the Weeks like that. You know, you, you, you got to love the that. band. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Go ahead and uh, listen. If you, we, we teased it at the last, um, the end of last week's episode. Uh, we recorded an episode with uh, Matt Nix and we talked about a uh, a lot of shit on there. Yeah. It was uh, all over the place. Yeah. Um, head over to My Violet Tendencies. You know, you can listen to the second part of last week's episode. And, you know, we we go on and get into a lot of shit. It's a fantastic voyage. Learned, and, a, lot, uh, learned, learned a lot about Dave. Yeah. And uh, what, was your friend, what was your friend's name? Oh, Big Worm? Big Worm. Yeah. It's my dude. Sherman. Sherman. Shout out Sherman, friend of the show. Uh, but... Yeah, man, let's, uh, I got some packing to do. Yeah, and I don't got anything else to say, so. Yeah, I'll run out of things to say myself, so, uh, for the PWT cast, I've been Scrump. And this is Stank. And this is friend of the show, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega here, friend of the show. We've run out of things to say here at the PWT cast, and so, I must bid you adieu. Goodbye, and good night. Bang, bang.